You're a little older and a lot wiser. The future is yours. Define aging on your own terms. Welcome to AARP Without Limits with your host, Mike Olander. Hello and Merry Christmas. This is AARP Without Limits, WPTF Talk Radio, disrupting aging with the power of 50,000 watts. And our podcast, which is available anytime on demand. I'm your host, Mike Olander of AARP North Carolina. And on this very special Christmas Day edition of Without Limits, we will be speaking with AARP North Carolina State President Catherine Sevier about her time volunteering with AARP and what that means to her during this holiday season. But first, as always, I turn to my partner in crime here, our esteemed production engineer, Mr. Jason Kong. Jason, Merry Christmas, sir. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, Mike. I wish you and your family nothing but the best today. Thank you so much. And the same to you and to yours. Now, I'm sure for you and me and everybody else out there, Christmas is, uh, you know, got some traditions, but also, you know, probably changes from year to year, especially in this era of everlasting or ever-existing change, COVID, etc. What's your, uh, how's your uh, holiday season been going and any big changes or uh, h- how's it been for you so far? Everything has been wonderful. Um, you know, it. I feel like there's a little bit more pressure these days just because you're ten- you tend to do a lot more online shopping and you're waiting on mm-hmm. deliveries and things like that as opposed to going out to the stores and getting out and buying the gifts that way. But I feel like there's there's sort of a, oh, we can wait another day, you know, we'll order okay. it tomorrow, we'll do it over the weekend. And that just sort of builds uh, the pressure a little bit. That is the effect of Amazon Prime next day shipping <laughs> exactly. or same day shipping, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which I took advantage of recently. And I got to say, it's like, wow, it actually showed up today. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it is. It's yeah, crazy. I, I hear you. And remember, though, remember, uh, year was it last year or the year before where we had all these postal delays? Remember That's that? Right. I remember uh, getting gifts from my. My parents up in Connecticut like two weeks in advance because they literally sent it out a month early and it still took two weeks. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, for me, you know, this my kids are getting older and, of course, kids, uh, you know, 10, 11 years old, they're they're in a different a different stage, different interest from year to year. But, um, you know, for me, um, I'm always enjoying giving giving gifts to, to my kids. And no matter how old they are, I think I'm sure this is going to be true for the rest of my life, too. I love watching their reaction to getting things. So I love preparing food for them. I like making desserts for them. And I love giving them gifts. You know, really, I always ask them, what do you want? Like, I don't want to guess. Yeah. You know, what do you, you know, you were into six months ago. Are you still into that? Um, but uh, just, uh, you know, giving and, and uh, going through the process of finding what they want, knowing that they're going to be excited. Um, and uh, giving them a lot of that joy that I had as a kid too. So anything with on your end, any uh, special gifts or things like that that have uh, been a particular note for your family? You know, we're getting to that age uh, for my oldest where the, the bicycle is, is the mm. big gift. So uh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing that. And it's it's just, it's cool with the family. You know, there's just the excitement of, the whole season, you know, getting the tree, decorating, that sort of thing, you know, mm-hmm. when are the presents showing up, those questions. So the I, I just, I love the whole experience. Um, 
and you just take it for what it is. Well, you are not a Grinch, and that makes me like you even more, Jason, if that were even possible. Um, yeah, so as we are in this spirit of giving, you know, we're talking about this not only because today is Christmas Day, and don't worry, folks, we're not working today. This is a pre-recorded <laughs> program, so don't be sending us an email, which you can do at AARP without limits at aarp.org. Um to complain to us about us working on Sunday. Um, but uh, it is important, I think, for us to be talking about this this spirit of giving. And our guest today really does illustrate that in so many ways, just the idea of giving back um, to community. And for so many people, one of the benefits I've had, uh, Jason, at, at uh, working at ARP for more than 15 years now is to be working around people who, many of them are retired, many of them still working, but older adults who are volunteering, um, giving of themselves, their time, their talent, their passion, um, in many ways, in many times, for the first time in their lives, doing what they want to be doing. You know, they know what their values are, they're a little older, they're wiser, and they want to invest their time and energy into things that they believe make a difference. And that's so inspiring to be around people who are like that. And our guest, who we're going to bring on right now, is such uh, an example of that. Um, it has been absolutely a wonderful experience for me, knowing her over the last six or so years, uh, serving as the ARP North Carolina State President, Dr. Catherine Sevier. Catherine, thank you so much for being with us, and Merry Christmas. Well, thank you, and Merry Christmas as well. It's exciting to be here, and I'm really honored that we're doing this on Christmas Day because Christmas is about giving and and we're going to talk about volunteering. So it's a, a, a easy um, transition. Yes. And I have to say, please do give our very best to your husband, the great David Sevier, who was on a previous uh, edition here of AARP Without Limits, which you can find on our podcast at WPTF.com. Um, talking about veterans uh, work, work that ARP does on veterans, including the Veterans Benefits Navigator, which David was instrumental in creating. So, uh, Catherine, I have known you for six years now. Uh, we, mm-hmm. we met right when you took the helm as state president of ARP North Carolina. You were appointed by my predecessor back in 2016. Since then, I have gotten to work with you very closely, uh, especially since 2019 when I took my current role as state director. And for the sake of our audience, let's explain that you know my role as state director is a paid staff position, while yours as a state president is an appointed volunteer position. Let's begin there. Uh, as a volunteer and not a staff person, how does that perspective of a volunteer differ from the other leadership roles that you've had in your career as a staff person leading others? So it's been an interesting transition. Um, I was in several leadership roles in my last life and and had the opportunity to support volunteers uh, that worked with us. So so making that transition was um, a challenge at first because I was used to being in charge. Um, and now what I've discovered is that the way I am able to move things and, and encourage them is from a position of an advisor. And as, as AARP says it, a wise friend and fierce advocate, fierce protector. Um, my role, uh, as you know, with you as the state president is really to partner, to be a voice of the community, 
to the staff of AARP, bringing back what people who are in their, um, the I would say, the, the last third of their life and are transitioning from being full-time employees to being um, having a little more free time to invest in what they want to invest in. What are they seeing in the community? What are their needs? Um, how can we, AARP, support help the aging in that community? How can we help... Um, promote policies, to promote activities, to educate people so that they have their best possible life as they age and hopefully can do it in the ways that they envision themselves doing it, aging in place, um, seeking the kinds of care and services they need from the community and themselves giving back to the community because uh, we have an awful lot to offer at this stage in our lives. You know, and it's it's learning how to do that. That's right. You know, and I've I've shared this with you before, um, Catherine. So forgive me for indulging on this a bit. But you know, I remember when, before I got started at ARP, I had this picture in my head of what you know retirement was going to be like, and it, it, it kind of a picture of me kicking back on a beach somewhere, my legs crossed, sand in between my toes, and just thinking, wow, I'm just going to do a whole lot of nothing except maybe you know enjoying the the, the sweet tropical breeze and sipping a, 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 a pina colada or something, right? <laughs> and then I started working with volunteers and working with people who could be doing anything with their time, anything at all, <laughs> and they're choosing to spend it in a very specific, deliberate way, which is to make a positive impact in their community. And to see people, many of whom, you know, some maybe were professionals um, in, in one way or they had long, very successful careers. Others maybe who were homemakers, um, folks who have been all over the world, some people who have never left their community before. But in all cases, people who felt like they were really doing what they wanted to be doing. And in some ways that, or in all ways, that was just so remarkably um, inspiring to me. And I have to say, you know, and I hope one would think about this from the state director of a group like AARP, North Carolina. Um, so inspiring, so inspiring to see that and to, of course, have my view on that changed. So um, real quickly, but we're going to be going to, to a commercial break in, in a couple of minutes. But your term as state president is winding down at the end of the month. And this year was a big one for the country, for communities as they got back to more normal. What are some things that stand out to, in your mind this year in terms of AARP's work here in North Carolina? Yeah, so we were all excited to get off of these little two-by-two two screens and be back in the community, talking to people, touching people, serving folks, helping them to think about the new normal. And I don't think we're there yet. Uh, but what we found is that, that people are really anxious to think about this next phase of their life. And they're, they're looking to organizations like AARP to help them hone the skills that they need and the opportunities, whether it's finding a part-time job because of, of some financial needs, uh, whether it is help with 
caregiving with an older relative or someone disabled in their environment. But but there are just so many pent up needs that we've had the opportunity to begin to work with over this last few months. And we've been able to meet some of those needs or many of those needs because of the passion of our volunteers like you, Catherine. And uh, after the commercial break here, I want to dig a little bit deeper into some of what your passions have been and how that has truly helped make a positive impact here in the Tar Heel State. Uh, this is AARP Without Limits. I'm Mike Olander with AARP North Carolina. We've been speaking with AARP North Carolina State President, Dr. Catherine Sevier. We will be back after this short break. And we are back. This is AARP Without Limits, WPTF Talk Radio. Uh, We've been speaking with AARP North Carolina State President Dr. Catherine Sevier about volunteering and giving back to the community during this season of giving. Um, Catherine, one of the many aspects of your work has been nursing. Uh, You have served as the co-chair of the North Carolina Future of Nursing Action Coalition, and nursing is becoming a bigger priority for AARP on a national level. Uh, Tell us a bit about your past experience working in that field of nursing, and how has it propelled you to do that work today in the way that you do it? So um, nursing is my calling, and I spent the majority of my career working with people who were living with cancer. And first of all, as a, as a hands-on nurse and later as a cancer center administrator, really helping to develop systems of care. Um, and what I understood as I got older and what I've really been, been faced with at this stage in my life is I'm not going to go back to the bedside, but I have an understanding of the complexity of, of being ill with a chronic disease and how can we mobilize our resources in the community to help people live their best lives when they're living oftentimes with uh, a chronic or debilitating illness. Um, so we got involved with the future of nursing, which has been a, a joint activity between AARP and the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation um, nationwide. And what we're trying to do is answer the question of how can we create a culture of health for people? How can nurses and healthcare providers step up um, to not only provide services and care, but identify ways that a community can develop resources for people as they are trying to remain healthy and live their best lives? And there is a tremendous need that we have here with, um, you know, that we hear about the the shortage of of nurses and of of needing to support the direct care workforce. And for those who are existing, who are working in that field, ARP is looking for ways to engage them as volunteers to help, you know, with our goal of creating livable communities, you know, communities that have all the services and features that they need for people of all ages and abilities so they can remain in their own home. And if any of you who are listening who are in the nursing field who are interested in learning more about this, please do send us an email. Again, our email here for the program is aarpwithoutlimits at aarp.org. 
and we will connect you that work of which that work of which uh, 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 Catherine is speaking right now. Um, Catherine, your official term as state president, Jason, this is very sad. I don't know if you knew this. She's been with us for six years as state president of ARP North Carolina. In just a matter of days, her term is ending. Oh. Yes. Um, you could you could feel my pain uh, just having spoken with her for a few minutes here. Um, Catherine's what what's next for you? Um, what's next for me is a bit more of the same, but wearing a little bit different hat. Um, my passion remains for uh, the community and how do we be, really make these things happen in that community. Um, so I'm going to continue to work with the future of nursing part of this. Um, and we're hoping, hoping that we are going to um, develop some innovative ways to develop more and support our nursing and our healthcare communities in North Carolina because we desperately need that. So, so there's a whole body of work there that I'm not finished with that, that stays with me. Um, and beyond that, the other thing that I'm feeling very strongly about is having uh, the opportunity to develop some different navigation systems for people living with chronic disease, because I, I've just had a personal experience with a family member that has taught me that we really need supports between the hospitals and the healthcare systems and the community that are ways to get people the care they need when they need it in a more efficient way. And and I think that's going to have to be done through the volunteer community because there will never be enough funding to do that as a, uh, a, as a part of either the hospital systems or the family. But volunteers can step up and help people navigate what they're living with. And so I'm beginning to noodle on that and think about ways that we can connect the dots differently for people as they need health care. Well, that is so important for somebody who understands the healthcare system as well as you do, for you to be seeing the gaps and inefficiencies and the need for changes. And as you say, you know, navigators and, and uh, Jason recall some uh, weeks ago, we had Heather Black from uh, United Way 211 talking about navigating the caregiving system, right? And, you know, like it is with healthcare, with caregiving, with other types of issues, you oftentimes do not think about how to address a problem unless until you have to, right? Until it becomes your life. Life gets in the way and suddenly you're dealing with a healthcare crisis or a caregiving situation and your mind isn't always thinking clearly, you know, you're under stress and it can be very, very frustrating if a system for handling those issues is not clearly laid out. And again, this is part of what AARP does, folks, is working with folks like Catherine who have good understanding of the healthcare system and other systems, who also can provide that consumer perspective to help make things more streamlined and user-friendly. So when you run into that problem and you're not thinking clearly, you have a better chance of getting the answers and the support that you need rather than being frustrated and, and feeling a problem compound over you emotionally and financially and any other way. Catherine, you're one of the busiest people I know. Uh, and as the saying goes, if you want something done, ask a busy person. 
And, mm-hmm. J- and Jason, let me tell you, we have certainly taken advantage of that with <laughs> Catherine. Um, we've always been asking things for her, and we're going to continue to because she is such a tremendous advocate and a resource. For those listening, Catherine, who are also busy, perhaps professionals or business owners who don't believe that they have the time to volunteer, what do you have to say to them about what volunteering means for you? So... The, the thing I would say to anybody is we all have passions. There are things that get our dander up, that excite us, that stimulate us to say, this could be better, this could be different, I could help here. When you hear that voice in your head, answer it. Don't ignore it. Instead, say, okay, this is an opportunity for me. And it may be, and, and, you know, having raised children myself, it may be that the volunteering is two hours a month. It may be, it may be serving breakfast at a homeless shelter once a quarter. But do it and find your passion. And, and we all have them. What it is that you care about. And then it's not work. Then it becomes who you are and how you are, and and it becomes a, a fulfillment, not a burden. And for me, that's what I have found as doing this work with AARP. I love being out there in the community talking about ways that we can, in fact, make a difference for other people. And so find your passion, whatever it is, whether it's petting dogs at the dog shelter, driving, you know, transporting someone to a doctor's appointment, or standing up with a placard and advocating for Social Security. Whatever it is, find it and do it. And as you have said before, try to make every day feel like Saturday. Yes. So it, for me, the joy of doing this is that that my Saturdays are the days that I get to do things I care about now. And so volunteering is about that. It's finding your passion, loving it, and engaging with it, with uh, all the energy that you have, um, and and sharing it with other people because they will become um, infected with your enthusiasm if you do that. And what a wonderful closing message for us uh, to share with the world and listening audience here uh, during this Christmas season. Um, Catherine, thank you so much. Um, I know we, we are friends and we will continue to be friends and work together. I cannot express to you how much I appreciate you and David, but especially you for uh, your role as a state president of ARP North Carolina and your continued commitment to make life better for people, for families uh, here in North Carolina and beyond. So uh, thank you all. Thank you so much for, um, for that. And we look forward to to being part of that next, that what's next with you moving forward. So folks, uh, that is a wrap. I want to wish you each and all very happy holidays from those of us here at AARP North Carolina. Please email your questions and comments to AARP without limits at AARP.org. Thank you to Catherine Sevier for being our guest. Thank you, Jason Kong, for production. Thank you for listening. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. This has been AARP Without Limits. I'm Mike Olander with AARP North Carolina, signing off.